in a while. I I couldn't even find my uh, thing to plug my mic into my Mac because you need a little adapter. I had to look for it for five minutes. It's been so long. Oh, geez. I think the last episode was posted on November 14th, if I'm not mistaken. Damn. Maybe Three a little weeks. later than that. Yeah, it's been a few weeks. Nothing's happened now in those last no. three weeks. So. <laughs> no, no, nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> nothing to update. Nothing worth discussing. So, I mean, I, I got absolutely nothing. Um, like zero. Nothing. Just wanted to hop on, you know, even if it was five minutes. So, I don't know if there's anything in particular you guys wanted to discuss. But I literally just walked in the door, so. <laughs> Did you have a good happy hour? Yeah. Yeah, it was all right. I mean, you guys go to tight ends? <sighs> no, <laughs> that's not for work. Not, not, yeah, not That'd be quite that, a place. I don't have that kind of a relationship with, uh, you know, with these people, but something to work towards. By the exactly. end of time, and exactly. There you be like, hey, let's go to tight ends. If that's the case, if if we're going there, you know, it's you know a solid bond. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're gonna work some, tr- to some trust and rapport if you're gonna go there <laughs> for a happy hour. Um, you're traveling to Florida next week, right? Yeah, man. Fucking crazy shit. And then the week after that, you're in Rhode Island. Not, not only the week after that, dude. I like um, normally you'd fly out. You know, back to like fly out back home, like wherever you're going back to from SKO on that Friday. Friday yeah. the I think 17th. Um but I'm fucking leaving to start my drive back home on that Friday. So I was like, Oof. I'm not fly- I'm not flying back in the morning and then getting in a car and driving. So I'm flying back the night before. Okay. Gonna have to like scramble, you know, like fire drill. I I took the next, you know, that Friday off, luckily. Yeah. Um, but just gonna have to fucking pack my shit. Erica's taking a half day and we're gonna, you know, jet up to Nashville. So next week's gonna be, you know, fucking nuts. So, so pretty much my year is like over. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's a good feeling though. Stick a fork. I in mean, it's a good and a, yeah, it's, it is and it isn't. I mean, I said my year's over, but, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of shit that'll come up, you know, um, you know, shipping related, you know, trying to get orders out the door, all that good jazz that I'm going to have to fucking deal with. That's going to be a pain in my ass. But yeah, other than that, it's like, you know, in sales, you start to get that like end of the year, like vibe, like now, yeah. which is wild. Holiday vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of like preparing for. Yeah. And, like, you know, it's just, it's so fucking weird to be having these conversations now crazy like, to think about where the yeah. year gone dude where did it go fastest, fastest fastest year on record what happened every year gets a little faster what happened it, it, it does seem like it was i don't know like six seven months ago that you were like home last holiday and right. where everybody's thinking like all right 2021 is gonna be a great year we'll get over covid we're back baby we're yeah. back yeah roaring 20s and look at us soccer. now. The roaring 20s, 2021. <laughs> Saga Saga is such a dweeb. Oh it's fucking God. top Spotify played music was that K-pop K-pop band. band yeah. I try, I try, <laughs> I try to block that out so I don't start to hate him, but yeah. I don't hate him. I think he's he, just no, a nerd. Yeah. He owns who he owns it though. He owns who he is, which I appreciate. Yeah. He's living his best life. 
I saw. Um, are you going to tune in, Mo, to uh, Crystal Ball, Stephen Donzinger? Uh... Nah, probably not. <laughs> nah. I, I've, I've heard enough about Stephen Donzinger in my life. Situation super effed up. I feel it's terrible super, for the guy. I don't. I, I don't need to hear them talk about it for four hours on a fucking telethon. You ever listen to uh, that chick Brianna's podcast? Um, I've listened to clips. I don't think I have much more mental bandwidth to add full podcasts to my schedule, but I've listened to clips. It's pretty good. Yeah, well, I mean, when you're trying to fit in like multiple four-hour Rogan marathons in a week, I I get that. Well, and I just I don't like I don't have a commute anymore, so it's harder. I know. Like I'm just sitting at home blasting podcasts on the TV. You know what I mean? Was the uh, Taibi? I'm saving the Taibi episode. I'm starting to, which is also fucking crazy. Like starting to get my like on the road you know kind of listen yeah you know, table playlist. Of contents down playlist down Taibi. i'm gonna save that for my drive was that good anybody listen to it not I yet i was gonna start it tomorrow morning for my drive yeah i'm only like an hour hour and a half in, but it's good um i don't think it's like interesting as the first time he was on i think we'll go all into like the weight financial crisis and stuff but so far so good um so yeah i'm done i finished meltdown speaking of what do you um, think can you guys hear me if my mic's as far or not really no i was like here in the other room you, you but... sound like yeah you're a mile and a half right. away I'll, I'll, I'll hold it up <laughs> um you're getting me on the couch today looks like i, looks like I had an only fan set up the way i'm just <laughs> posing on the couch i got a web a uh, porn cam yeah i uh adam have you listened to it yet no, I haven't. So, so I'm behind. So a couple things. So good thing you asked me, Jared, to go and listen to that because I realized I'm paying for an Audible subscription for the last like nine months. Oh, <laughs> I spent hundreds of dollars on Audible credits that <laughs> no. I never knew how I was spending. I hope um, I'm not. So kudos to you, thank you. But yeah, no, I listened to that, and uh, you know, like I said. I still implore you guys to watch that. It's not actually on YouTube. I uh, like forced Erica. I, I, you know, strapped her down and made her watch the Frontline documentary. And I, you know, I thought it was a pretty comprehensive overview of you know everyone at fault, right? How it happened, the fallout, all that shit. But then when I listened to Sirota's podcast. He, he kind of goes into more of, you know, some personal stories from, you know, people who took out mortgages who were, you know, severely financially impacted by the decisions made by these people. Mm-hmm. Goes more into, uh, I think, the political fallout, right, which I think was awesome. So I, I think if anyone were to try to really understand like all right what was the what happened in 2008 right like what was the financial crisis you know what led to it right what happened kind of during it what were we trying to do to mitigate it and then what happened once kind of shit hit the fan and the bottom fell out what did we do and then you know kind of post fallout what did our politicians do to help the problem? I think those two things between 
that frontline documentary and Sirota's podcast. I mean, it's just to me, you know, I, I didn't at all like 2008. So you guys were what sophomores. I was a, or juniors. I was a juniors. Yeah. Yeah, We were, we were both in high school. Right. So to me, like I, I, you know, I know for a fact, I didn't think for two full seconds about the financial crisis outside of it happened right back then. But I think Sorota does a good job explaining like, Hey, like, you know, for you people who maybe like, don't give a fuck because you weren't, you know, you didn't own a house and you didn't have assets in 2008. Like, Hey, here's kind of, you know, why we are where we are and how that ties back to all the shit that happened politically during that time, I thought was really cool. Um, and, and I thought it was really interesting. Like, I'm just, yeah, you know, I, thought so I think too. the three of us are kind of, you know, weird and that we're fascinated by that shit. So, you know, I, I would still, if I were you guys and you listen to that podcast, I would, I would watch that documentary because I'm now that I'm watching it for like a fifth time, um, with with Erica, right now that I've listened to you know kind of Sorota's podcast and the deep dive on that side of it, it's interesting to see like and kind of take a second look at all these people who are talking in this documentary and like, okay, well, what was their real role in this, right? What were the implications? What was the fallout from their personal decisions? And how is this? portrayed in this documentary i mean i I thought it was really interesting yeah i think one of my main takeaways was it's like clear as day that the democratic party running the country right now is the same democratic party it was then when it comes to really not caring at all about helping working class people but be willing to bend over absolutely backwards and give your special interest at that point the banks um absolutely everything that they want right and like the fact that they, what was it? The TARP was the name of the um, fund. Yeah. Like they gave that money back at the end instead of it's actually insane. using it. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Stuff like that, right? It's, it, it's yeah. a perfect example of stuff that they didn't cover in this documentary, this frontline documentary. That documentary came out in like 2010. So, so it was right after it. Right yeah. after it, right? So yeah, perfect example of like stuff where you're just like, Dude, what were these people thinking? Yeah. And I, I think it's obviously no coincidence that now you see the Dems polling so poorly and like about to just get slaughtered in the midterms and potentially the next presidential election. Because I think most Americans are like, you know what? We voted for you only because you were up against Trump last time, but you're still the exact same party you were then that when you were Clinton, you sold our jobs away to China and Mexico. When you were Obama, you bailed out the banks and left us high and dry. And now that you're, you know, Biden with the same group of people calling the shots, you're doing absolutely nothing for us again. You're fucking introducing salt tax breaks for billionaires and millionaires. Like yeah. I think people are people are picking up on that. Yeah, yeah, and it's unfortunate, right? Because I I think as we mature, we grow, we learn more. Like you know, I, I think it's it's such a cliche to say like the democratic party kind of cares more about the everyday person than the Republican party. 
I think you start to realize, like, in some senses, that is true. You know, they do in one way or another, like, at least say that they're on their side where Republicans just kind of won't. Right. And you, I can I can now see the light where I see, I understand and see why people like Crystal Ball, who used to be Democratic cheerleaders and now aren't still root for that party because there's, I guess, if you want to, you know, the term's not correct, but like have hope, right, for something to happen. Like it's not going to be with, you know, the Republican Party. But, you know, at a certain point, it's like, which is, again, like a major theme of what I hope people take from what the fuck we talk about is like, at what point can you just continue? And I think we talked about this pretty harshly last time, right? Where I was like, dude, and I still feel this way today. I, I don't know what the point is in voting anymore. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, like if we think about that, like what would be different today if, if Trump were president? Like, I don't like anything. Maybe in our we're, lives? Still, maybe we're no. still in Afghanistan, right? Which is a, a, a total net negative to me. Right. And to hopefully a lot of Americans. Um, I sent you guys that thing today. Like, hey, where's the mass media hysteria over the immigration policies being reinstated? Yeah, it didn't even get covered. So, like, what's the real like, what's the actual difference outside of the media hysteria and, you know, uh, reactionary takes on Trump, the person policy wise? Is there really much difference? At all? I don't think so. No, I don't think there's much difference policy wise at all between Democrat Democrats and Republican these days. I think it's it's all about how they present it. But when you think about what they actually do, it's almost the exact same thing, right? Like to your comment of how would our lives change if Trump were president right now? How have our lives changed at all through the last however many presidents we've been alive? That Clinton. Bush, Obama, Trump, Biden through five presidents. Nothing's changed. Are, are, are we are we just in that category of people though whose lives probably won't change no matter like who's president? Is there a category of people like that? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, you we have you know solid job security. We all have solid jobs in general. And regardless of what happens at the federal level, not much is really going to impact us with, 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 the, with the decisions they make. So, yeah, I think we happen to be in that. I don't know what you'd call it, like the middle class, upper middle class. I don't know, somewhere in that realm. But I don't, I don't think our lives are going to change that much, regardless of who's in, in the Oval Office. I think even working class, like people who you'd think maybe their lives would change. I think they've probably just gotten worse every presidency. I don't think any of them would say any of the last five or six presidents have made their lives easier to be a working class, blue collar, you know, or just a working class family in general. Now, what do you guys, now this, I was kind of shocked, honestly, because it was one of the things that I would say, you know, uh, I, I would uh, play defense when people would say this to me about, oh, why was Trump a good president? Right. And they would say, oh, well, he cut taxes for everybody. Right. When it was like, 
you know, the, the kind of party line was like, okay, yeah. Like I may have gotten 20 more dollars in my paycheck that I didn't necessarily need, but that went to a lot of the upper class society, right. In our country. And then we saw that thing on the Hill, right. The Hill reported, you know, some, I, I forget cause I'm not looking at it right now, but there was some study done that yeah, actually like the middle class did benefit more. Now, you know what I, what I think is funny, like I haven't heard like one of our, you know, favorites dissect this, but they gave percentages. Yeah. Right. So like middle-class benefited percentage wise more, but you know, yeah, the percentage, right. you know, that the, you know, whatever um, elite class, you know, got taken off, shaved off, you know, was, was far more in a dollar value from a dollar value standpoint than a percentage of tax standpoint, if that makes sense. But still, I yeah. thought that was interesting, right? Like that, I that's thought so, not I was surprised. how I understood that to be. Yeah. Was, I, yeah, think, well, I that, think the way we all sorry, understood it was he campaigned to help the middle class, but in turn, it was just said by everybody that he didn't help us at all. So I, I, I was a little surprised to read that we actually did benefit in some way from him. Yeah. I remember when they passed the bill, obviously they presented it as a tax break for working class America. And at the time, all the media coverage was kind of the opposite, right? It was a big tax uh, break for corporations and the rich. Now, looking back, that was three years ago. We know how the media covered Trump and how the media covers anything kind of with an objective. It's like, all right, maybe that was really just Trump derangement syndrome. And, you know, it actually, you know, was what they said it was. Right. Like say, so say like this build back better passes. Does the media cover the fact that the second biggest part of it is only going to be recognized by the top 17% of Americans? Or is this just an, a massive social net safety net package to help working class Americans? I bet you it's the latter, the way they cover it. Yeah. I mean, based on, you know, recent history, sure. Um, you know, I, the, the only reason I sent that to you guys and thought it was interesting was like, you know, I, I think if you take the pulse or you put your finger to the wind on the general public sentiment, there is no good reason, right, to look back at a Donald Trump presidency and have any positive highlights. Right. And I think that kind of flipped at least one part of that on its head where like now if I'm talking to someone, I can't in good faith say those tax breaks that he gave. Right. Were didn't help the middle class and predominantly helped, you know, the whatever we want to call it, elite or donor class, um, you know, the, the wealthiest of Americans. I mean, maybe you could say it was both. Right. But. How are you going to really, it's harder to argue against you helping everybody, which is the classic Kyle Kalinske, I want universal programs because of that kind of reason where it doesn't silo people. Like, 
I don't know. I mean, not, not you know, it doesn't erase anything uh, that Donald Trump did, you know, to make himself an absolute clown show. But like, I don't know. Like, does that give at least that part in history a little notch on the belt, you know, compared to where we saw it before? Like, is it do you think it'll ever be recognized as that? I think it depends on who's writing the history. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I don't think it'll be recognized. (laughs) But but I certainly think from my personal opinion, like the way I look back at the Trump presidency has changed over the last year. Now, knowing how one sided everything was covered by the media, like I, I guess I didn't follow most of his presidency very closely, but all you saw in the media was how terrible everything was. And now when right. you see B- Biden's president doing the exact same things in almost every single situation. Yeah, but did you see the story about how the media covers the two and that how Biden got <laughs> yeah, just as much ridiculous. if not more negative coverage? It's it's ridiculous. Oh, you don't buy so that? Did, did you see the latest thing today? The View was saying the media needs to be nicer to Biden and frame his accomplishments and communicate them more so Americans understand. Because if Republicans win control of our country, our country is over. That was the right. discussion on The View today. Oh so, like, God. you know, is there ever a way out if that's the narrative, right? The, the pop culture narrative is, hey, even if Biden isn't doing what you want, you have to tell your friends and family that, it's better than it seems because it could be worse. Like that is so like that is the capstone of the Democratic Party. Like that could be buried in their grave, you know, as a tagline. And when are people going to start to like read between the lines? Well, that, I, that's I think people are question. starting to, right? I mean, our, I our think so. brought up, I mean, like, where we're seeing big, you know, elections that have taken place within states that predominantly are blue are now either barely being won by Democrats or barely being won by Republicans. And people have been saying this for a while, like with the midterms coming up, it's going to be, you know, the the time of reckoning is here for the Democratic Party. And that's really going to forecast how 2024 is going to look with how the midterms go. So I think slowly but surely people are starting to pick up the scent of, of what the, the, the left is all about. I wonder if we had done this podcast though, in 2018 or, you know, 2020 or 2016, if we had, we would have said those same things and then those things never happened to come to fruition. And the status quo remains the same that because that that's what I see. Right. Like, that's what I'm starting to understand is that whole status quo idea and what it means of, of like nothing changes in Washington for a very, very, very good reason. And it's like you kind of see the writing on the wall once you kind of understand these intricacies. Right. What these people are incented by. I don't. I don't know what's going to change that. I don't know what's going to change these people from saying one thing, doing another, and then just saying, well, we're better than the other person. I don't you know. I wonder if like, like, cause obviously like when Trump won 
And then Biden was elected. Now they, they were able to say like, hey, this is why you don't elect people like that. But now yeah. we're in the middle of an, a presidency where he's really not much different at all from Trump. You wonder, OK, like you said this, the, you said this in 2020. And nothing changed. And I know we've said like this has been kind of the ongoing theme, but there was that. 2016 to 2020 was that blip in the radar that was like the one example of what things would be like without a Democrat in power. And even though things weren't awesome by any means, they get to see now that the guy, the handpicked president that won solely off of the fact that it was going to restore the soul of the nation, restore the soul of the nation, which still don't know what that means. Still not (laughs) what that means. Um, and now they're seeing, Hey, or like some people are at least enough people are starting to say, Hey, you're not much different from the orange man. So this is the second time that we've been fooled in the last eight to 12 years. So maybe people do start. I mean, I I know it's like, it's a stretch, but maybe people do start paying attention when they go to the polls and, you know, November of 2023, what do they do? The people or the media? The people, these people that are, I, I think that they, they, they don't vote for the Kamala's and the Buddha judges. I think they, but do they yeah. vote for a Donald Trump? I think they might. Yeah. I, I think, I think <laughs> Trump wins again. If he runs in 2024 and breaks Kamala's, the world, who else is going to stop him at this point? I would like to think that there are a lot of people who would say, even if I believe in what this guy claims he stands for, or what, you know, I, if I put myself in someone else's shoes, uh, I say, I believe in what this guy stands for, but I cannot stand behind how this dude carried himself as a leader of the country during the last months of his presidency. I just can't. I, I, because voting for him, that says, whether you want it to say or not, I sign off on all that shit. I think I think people have short-term memory, though. Yeah, I really, I, I really do. I think you may be if, right. It it all, in my personal opinion, I think it depends on what type of campaign he runs. If he runs a campaign similar to 2016, of like, see, you got a Democrat back in office. This is what you got. Is this what you wanted? And this um, drain the swamp. You know, stop the corruption. If he runs in that campaign, I think he crushes it. If he runs on stop the steal again. And like the culture war bullshit, I think it's. I'm not. I think he still may win, but, but I you don't know he's going to be forced to answer the question a million and a half times. Do you concede? You know, was there you know extensive voter? You know, oh, that's going to dominate the whole. That he's whole never going to yeah. be able to say boo without saying, you know. I've moved on. Like that's the only thing he could say, right? If like you were his political advisor, you'd just say, "Don, look." Yeah, it doesn't matter, man. <laughs> you, like you fat fuck. Just please, for the love of God, just say that you know you accept the results and you're moving on and looking forward to you know challenging power in 2020. You know what I mean? It's so easy for us to like we we if, if we you know, we're the men in black and you're that little alien controlling Donald Trump. I mean, we could win an election. We really could. Any three of us. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I just don't know how he'd be able to garner enough 
votes from people who would want to, in good faith, vote for a Donald Trump, but just are like, dude, no fucking way, man. Not after what like you did and how you carry yourself. I mean, that was so well, anti-democratic, anti like, you know, anti-American. It's just like, why? You know, that just goes against everything that we kind of stand for. No, and I, I get what you're saying, but like, let's just assume what we project will happen happens. You have Kamala slash Buttigieg. Maybe they run that super yeah. team that they were or, thinking Or even of. Biden again. Even or even Biden, Biden again. again. Either Kamala, Buttigieg, or Biden. Yeah. Against Trump. Who are you voting for right now? I'm not voting. I'm saying refuse to choose, dude. I'm not kidding. I'm not voting. <laughs> You're just not going to vote at all. No. How could I vote for either of those two? Right. I mean, like, again, only because we care and we like are interested in paying attention to all the fucking, you know, peripheral bullshit. Right. That that matters. That actually does matter outside of what the spotlight shines on. Do we know that, you know, the Pete Buttigieg's and Kamala Harris's of the world and Donald Trump, like the only thing different is the rhetoric right and i refuse to cast a vote on on a on the president of the united states based on oh i think someone's gonna be nicer than the other person like <laughs> at the end of the day if if, yeah. if the the results are the same if the policies no are the tweets. same what are we doing we're what letting are china, we we're letting china doing? rule the world we have no objectives in this country right now no objectives what are we doing to try and become a better country as like, China is l- doing everything to become a better country? Like we're losing our spot as Muslims well, that's, in concentration camps. The, not that I don't think the whole ethnic cleansing thing, but the Jared um, for that, but <laughs> the, 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 the belt and road initiative, all of the investment they're making in these other countries to develop all these allies, like all of the manufacturing that they do right now that we don't do. Like, I wouldn't want to go to war with China. I think they could in 10 years. I think they could beat us. That's why yeah, we also have preemptive strike. We also have bases, dude, like that literally surround China. U.S. military. Yeah, bases. For, for sure. Right, right now, I think we have a stronger military position. I think eventually they get to the point where they have a bit stronger economic position. And their group of allies is no longer just China, Russia, Iran. Mm-hmm. It's all these other countries that have all these resources too, because they're investing in them. Now. Yeah. They're, they're not allies, you know, by culture, they're allies by finance necessity. They've yeah. Been bought. Right? Yeah. They've been bought. Yep. Yeah. And that I, I, I initiative that. is they've set up an entire logistical network or they're in the process of a logistical network across the entire Eastern half of the world. You're telling me they're not going to own global commerce in that part of the world. Like the U S did in the West for hundred years. That's exactly what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And what and what is the they're U- gonna build what, what? they're gonna keep building islands so they can just island hop all the way to California. Yeah. Like and what if we were to try and say, like, what are the US objectives right now to try and better ourselves and our nation? Like, can we think of any? Hey, well, getting rid of the term Latinx is a start. <laughs> no, right. there is none. We we have we have no At least not that happen- I can think of, right? I mean no, I mean, but but uh, I can't think what, of any. So, what what would be an initiative that you would point to and say that's a nationalist policy, bettering American life in in the economic sector? 
Like, I don't so know I, that we really know. I guess I would just think of it in the same light that China is, right? So it'd say, okay, what are we doing to increase our exports in our GDP, right? Like our yeah, GDP. Yeah, but you know what we're up against. Like you realize, I mean, obviously you know better than probably any of us, right? Like that part of the world exports, you know, gajillions because unfortunately they don't have the same rights that we do as citizens and workers that they're getting paid like you know what i get paid to sit here and talk to you you know that's what they get paid to a day's work but we we let that happen right we created that environment Agreed. By we played up. a part in it we yeah. played a, we played a yeah, absolutely and, and, and we continue to source from it and i don't think that there's anything to saying that we couldn't if we actually like took a nationalist perspective. I don't think this is necessarily the right perspective to say, okay, we are going to either incentivize, and we've talked about this before, or demand some portion of all American companies' products need to be made in the U.S. Right? Yeah, you know what happened. You know the fallout from that, though. If but there can be some type of incentive to still make it worthwhile. Like even at work right now, like they're reshoring. I think they're calling it like a significant amount of our products because now they know the downside to the logistics of a global supply chain of the shortages, transportation time, et cetera. Like, I don't know. I don't know the answers obviously, but I guess my point is we don't seem to have any even objectives of here's how we're going to grow our China's, or I mean, our country's GDP. Here's how we're going to strengthen our allies. Here's how we're going to, you know, improve trade amongst countries and create more, you know, industry. Like, we don't have any of those. It's all just like cultural war BS. No, you're right. I mean, it's what we talk about every week. It's the things that actually matter and the things that could make huge gains and differences in this country are completely ignored because the room is filled with noise on, like you said, culture war BS. Yeah. And, and politicians the politicians now are like, in a very comfortable position where they're like, I mean, which, you know, uh, we're too young to understand it, but I'm sure they've been in this position for as long as, you know, this government has been as powerful as it is where they're like, Dude, look, insane. I don't have to do dick. Like these fucking, yeah. these fucking lunatics one way or another are going to be pissed or happy. So let's just ride with what we're doing and let's just fucking we're, we're, keep making the corporations that give us campaign money Let's yep. make sure they're profitable. Let's get and... the invites to the weddings of the billionaires like Nancy Pelosi did. I mean, you saw that picture, right? The, the, the way we yeah. say Part it, of the so, elites. The way we say it so flippantly would make someone say, well, these kids are obviously naive. They don't fucking know, blah, blah, blah. And like, yes, there is some truth to each of those things. But no, man, like that's actually how it fucking works. Yeah, I like, totally think so. Unfortunately, we're, we're, we're so far down the road. We're to the point where it would need to be a national revolt for them to like change and do something like implement Medicare for all or, you know, do something like, you know, improve trade or, or whatever it is. Right. Because I think that's, you know, improving our trade position and, you know, what we it, it's such a juxtaposition between what we say here at home about increasing wages and then like also wanting uh for everyone you know that thinks inflation is the government's fault inflation to go down 
It's like, dude, you can't have both of those things at the same time. Like, increase in wages and stuff like that, and and like reshoring, manufacturing and distribute all that stuff. Like, that's naturally going to cause real inflation. Like, where this this whole narrative, if you're a right winger, you think that because we got fourteen hundred dollar checks, now all of a sudden your cheese it's cost a dollar more. <laughs> like well you're just a complete buffoon but like those same people would agree with us and say let's bring back jobs to america but those same fucking imbeciles will say well this is insane that i have to pay you know whatever it is five dollars for my toy for my kid where i used to pay a dollar fifty or you know whatever the example is yeah the, 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 There's got to be some type of happy medium, though. What is it, though? I don't know. Yeah, that, I mean, like, we've done this like, for so long. We are so dumb, dude. We are so dumb. You mean us three? No. Yes. Well, we're included, right? I mean, I'm gonna <laughs> sure. complain, dude. If I have to, dude. This is awesome, right? I go. I, I'm. I'm on the road back from Oklahoma. Now, I, I swear to Christ. This is the only time I've ever actually thought this to myself. I'm on the way back from Oklahoma. Hadn't eaten all day. It's like fucking three in the afternoon. I go, to, I, I'm like, I need something, right? I pull, I go to McDonald's because I'm on the highway. There's nothing else. I pull over to McDonald's. I get like just my classic, right? I'm, I'm trying to go in, out, be on the road, be able to drive and eat so i'm like give me my two double cheeseburgers right nothing else no fries not, not none of that shit it's fucking six dollars dude and like 45 cents for two double cheeseburgers and i sat there i was like holy shit wow i was like that's that's way more than i ever remember paying for like Two fucking double cheeseburgers from McDonald's. That was like three bucks. So like that that was the as sad and as fucking ridiculous as that sounds, and as ignorant as that sounds, that's the first and mean, really though. only time that I've thought to myself, like, wow, like my kind of day-to-day purchasing and expectation has increased. Yeah. I've noticed it with groceries. I've definitely noticed it with grocery prices being higher on a lot of stuff. But like there's a lot of dummies I, who I, think it's because Joe Biden like yeah, is president. I, I want to see a comprehensive study on how things have gotten so much more expensive for us, so for, for average Americans, despite all the massive efficiency gains developed and over profits. the last... Right. Over the last 100 years, 50 years, whatever it may be like to me, it doesn't make sense that you could raise a family on one income comfortably 50 years ago, pre-internet, pre this, pre that. And now everything is outrageous. And we say we can't afford to bring these jobs back. Like, OK, the, the products were made in the U.S. By your next yeah, door automation neighbor. probably wasn't driving down the sure, so, so that's labor. that's why i want to see like a comprehensive maybe automation is part of it right but but even if that is the case shouldn't that mean that companies can technically sell it for cheaper because it's cheaper to make because yeah, now well, they're 
Hey, Pandora's box, right? brother. I mean, like, we're selling software I, I, for fucking, you know, 95% margin. I mean, what are we doing yeah. here? I don't know. Just, I, I don't believe that there's not a solution out there. I'm sure there the, are. The, the other thing that really pissed me off today, so I'm sure you guys saw all over uh, social media the defense budget that passed either last night or this morning, like 700 change billion. Like 760 Finally. something billion. Yeah. Nobody will talk about it. No, so nobody's talking. It about went up. It. It's, it's gone it, up it, since we've gotten out of Afghanistan. It, it's it went up significantly. It's even more. Oh, no, now we're out. We gotta fucking for... get ready. Bolster up for the new fucking invasion. Are we right. going after boys? It, it's even more than Biden asked for by like twenty something billion. They were like, "No, you want set six hundred eighty billion? We'll give you seven forty. So, like, obviously, that's so messed up. No one, not one person says, "How do we pay for this?" It got almost unanimous support. What's making me most mad about it is there's not one opportunity for whether it's the media or anybody to confront anybody in power in D.C. and say, why is this okay? Why are we increasing our budget when we just got out of a war where we spent billions, trillions on, right? How are we going to pay for this? But you're saying we can't pay for elderly people to have dental and hearing insurance, and no, nobody will ask those tough questions. And well, you know why, Jared? We live in a I do, obviously. democracy. What, yeah, what, I mean, we yeah, elect what, them to make those decisions. And the reason is because, like, we, like, I don't even know. It's just, it's 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 fucking insane. It it is really insane because the 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 same people who just don't say a word. Just vote yes for that kind of spending. Are the same people saying to you, our democracy is at stake because of Republican attacks on like voting rights? Yep. And yet they get to spend as much of your money as they're willing to based on how much they get paid by these special interests. Yeah. Because we allow it. We totally and because we like, allow these guys to buy stock because we allow these guys to trade publicly. Like, how, how is there not one journalist having the balls in front of Jen Psaki and those stupid reports she does to say, How is this acceptable? Not one because it wasn't on their yeah. question sheet, right? Like, that's mind blowing to me. It shouldn't be, but like, that's just so not acceptable. So it's like that right there proves that how are we going to pay for it question on every time it comes up and the deficit question and all these other things are completely made up. It's only things. It's only an excuse for things they don't want to pass. And think of how good- easy it is for Republicans to weaponize that when it's when they're talking about spending money on your neighbor. Yep. Versus the military. Yeah. Right. It's like, hey, take a look next door. Can you fucking believe they're getting health care? Can yeah. you fucking believe that three pennies of your tax dollars on the year are funding the they're health going to of your neighbor? You should be outraged. Right. But and, and- somehow, like you said, we're spending as much money on like literally God knows what in that military industrial complex space, you know, no, don't think about it. It's not a news story. 
It's not a news story. So, so let me say this. They were, I was watching The Hill today because it's Wednesday. If they measure the military the budget... Sagar and Crystal, Crystal and Sagar are on. Um, if they measured this military budget the same way they've been forced to measure um, Build Back Better as a 10-year time period. So Build Back Better is what, $1.9 um, over 10 years. This is $7 trillion over that no, same 10 years. It's, it's yes, it is. It's $700 billion. It's, it's per bees. year. Oh, it's oh, oh. Billion if you per extrapolate. Year. Okay, gotcha. So, so the, the point that they made is, like, okay, the Dems are positioning this massive infrastructure bill, and this is $1.8 trillion or $1.9 trillion, um, because it's a 10-year time horizon to make it sound big. Yeah, but yeah. But if we use that same time period to describe this budget, because this budget's not going to go down magically next year, it's a $7 trillion. Yeah, but look. So it's, it's insane. People would combat you and say, look, dude, you're talking on two sides of your mouth here. You just started you know, your conversation a half hour ago saying how afraid you are of China. And now you're criticizing us for spending money on, you know, defense. And well, now we so that, bring, that brings up my second point. Okay. Oh, wow. I didn't intentionally set you up for that. You did. You read my mind. So the other point was, remember when they did that audit of the Pentagon budget, however many years ago, and there was billions unaccounted for that they never yes. tried to figure out and they've never done another audit since. Why is that not part of this conversation? Why is this not? You guys are so irresponsible with money. You're losing billions you can't even account for. But we're going to give you a whole lot more money to lose. I'll tell like, you why that... nobody talks about it. And you should know this. <laughs> I know. It's a rhetorical question. Dude, do you know what happened this year in January on the 6th? <laughs> it, it it's kind of a sore subject. I don't want to talk about it. All right. I'll go to the Capitol Police. I understand. Yeah. Come on. Too Dude, soon. An insurrection. <laughs> the government was almost taken was over. Literally Jared. moments away from being completely overthrown. Have some compassion, Jared. Come so on. I know. I, know. I think up. you should shut your fucking mouth and <laughs> pony up for your that defense bill. Blank check. Yeah. I haven't been going to the gym as much lately, but. I've been going like maybe like a couple times a week, but every time I'll do my weights and some other stuff, and then I'll go run to end my workout. And every time there's the one TV screen that Jared knows exactly what I'm talking about that's devoted to MSNBC. And every single fucking time, including today, there was a story on January 6th. Dude, every I would love to. I would love time. to see how many times they have talked about January 6th. It's every day. I mean, I think it's safe to say, Jared, like you, you go. Oh, it's every day. It's It's not only every day, dude. It's about how many minutes of a 25 minute segment do they cover on that topic? And I mean, it's probably a third. Right. It's got to be at least like 15, 20 percent of their of their coverage is on January 6th. And like. Can you imagine the people on the other side of that TV screen? Like just, just like just like we'd laugh that about like just, like just like we'd laugh about the other side of like who's watching the television screen when you know they're talking about like you know supporting Roe versus Wade being overturned or they're talking about the voting irregularities. It's like, dude, who could watch that and decide for themselves? Like, goddamn. 
this is what I this is what I watch this every day for. Like, <laughs> this is incredible. This is breaking news. This like, is totally worth my cable subscription. This is, this is what our country hinges on. Like, how do these people? Who are these people? Who are they? The same people who are They're thrilled about drones. vaccine mandates. Because I mean, fucking you know, drones. CNN's virtually the same. So there's like no outlet. There's nowhere to like where you can go where you can safely say, all right, listen, I know like whatever I'm going to listen to. I know it's not in any way, shape or form like corrupted or shaped or shifted like based on any sort of outside third party influence. Nowhere has ever even entered their mind if they're the people who are absorbing that information. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. You're right. Which is there was bummer. another story on the screen. Um, I think this one this one was on CNN. The, the January 6th one was on MSNBC. This one was on CNN. It talked about how the members of Congress are nervous at work right now. They're a little worried based on heightened tension or stuff, stuff like that, which it just kind of struck me as like, well, your recess is coming up. So what the fuck are you worried about? You guys are going to be gone in like a week tension before anything what? gets done. Huh? I don't know. Pelosi, like Pelosi, was just speaking, just saying like, like they're getting like threats or whatever, and they just feel uncomfortable working on the cap at the Capitol. No, I think they're still trying. They better start working, or I'm going to show up there with a fucking sniper. So, (laughs) (laughs) for for the next for the next insurrection, we'll we'll get a what the hell is his name? Who's the guy that three Rhode Island natives (laughs) (laughs) storm the Capitol? Cause more damage than January sixth. We gotta get that Q and on shaman guy to join us. He'll just gotta get his little hat. His, yeah, like yeah. Yeah, I, I could totally see you with that hat with your beard and hairy chest. I could just totally see you with that hat. No shirt. You'd look like a rock star. Wait, who? Wait, who? Me or Adam? You. you oh, you're hairier. So hey, dude. By the way, not to pivot. I think I'm. I fucking am safe, dude, from having to sh- like wax my chest. You are safe. Yeah, this it's, is the last. This is the last week. It's me and Nick, dude. I was so fucking close to being in last place. It's not even funny. And I now you got a chance. Barely, to you could be in the playoffs. Out. I think. I think you and Jared are tied right now, yeah. record wise. I think gonna, Jared has the points, but. Um, if Jared slips up and you prevail, you're in the playoffs. Adam's got a pretty hairy chest. Like, I, so I, what, Adam? You need to lose and Nick yeah. win, and him have more points. I need than to you. lose, Nick win, and Nick win by like forty something points over o- over you. Yeah, so that's pretty so, unlikely. Are you guys playing each unlikely. other? No, but that would have made it really interesting. Yeah, um, I think I'm going to be all right, but. Whatever. I fucking like suck that, at fantasy. That, I guess that's the only downside to our league is we have a few people who we like aren't friends with. So like seeing Nick wax his chest, like I'm gonna like not even yeah, crack a not, smile. It's a, honestly, like but if I saw Adam have to do it, I mean oh, it'd be must see TV. Dude, the, the the league chat would be bumping the last three weeks if it was me again. I, I get the I get the people going. Three out of four. I, I mean, dude, and I had the hairiest chest of everyone here, so I was like Oh, I wanted it to be tied bad. Oh, yeah. I was like, this is fucking destined, dude, for me to fucking shit the bed and be in last. And I was convinced it was going to happen. And I barely beat Tom last week. Thank fucking God, which I have 
Buffalo weather to thank at the end of the day, to be honest with you. What a game that was. That was, wild. That was one of the most exciting high-flying games. <laughs> yeah, high-flying. <laughs> I, I felt like I was seen. watching Army-Navy. Oh, my God, dude. As a fan of the team that was that won the game, I wanted to turn the television off. It was so boring. I couldn't look away, though, at the same yeah, time. Yeah, it was pretty fascinating to see that they literally threw the ball three times. I know, but after the... So they ran 32 straight run plays. Like after the 25th straight run play, you're like, okay, well, I think I can safely get up and like take a piss and know for a fact that they're only going to be five yards ahead of where they are right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shame on the Bills. They shouldn't be averaging five yards a carry when they run it every play, dude. The Bills got exposed. I mean, they literally knew nine guys in the box and you couldn't stop them. Right. Yeah, that, that was that was pretty alarming. And now they get the Buccaneers. And how about fucking Sean McDermott, dude? I mean, what an absolute like when people talk about like like joke about the Patriots like mind fucking teams and like breaking them forever. Like the way Sean McDermott acts after that game is like proof positive I that it, I didn't see it. Something happens to these guys and they cannot stand like the way they get beat in these games that they're like I'm actually going to like go on the offense against like the Patriots and claim that I didn't do as shitty of a job as I did because I hate that they're getting credit that I feel they don't deserve. Yeah. I I think all of Buffalo after last year just assumed, and I think we all did. I I mean, I'm not, I don't, I don't think there's anybody that expected this run out of the Pats, even, even a, a big fan like yourself, but I think everybody in Buffalo had just convinced themselves like they, this was their time finally after tw- you know 20 years of, of torture, they're finally going to be able to claim the top spot in the AFC East for consecutive years. And now, I mean, Bill's going to Gillette in a couple weeks. I don't know. And, I mean, and, and like if we were playing Arizona, right, and they came into Gillette Stadium and it were 50-mile-an-hour wins – and it were snowing, right? You'd say, well, obviously the Patriots are going to win that game. I mean, it's the Buffalo Bills, dude. It's they the Buffalo play Bills, but... Weather, like, 70% of the year, every year. Like, you would think that they would build a team that can run the ball first. And then, well, and that's the thing. Like, they they yeah. can't run the ball. So, uh, weather like that, their their type of play actually is negatively impacted by that kind of I mean, <laughs> Which yeah. is just yeah. fucked up. Right. And granted, you're not going to play in 50-mile-an-hour gusts of wind every week. In fact, that probably won't happen again for no, another few years. How, but do, still, how do the mean, Patriots look, you know, I guess throughout the last whatever, we want to say just six games or whatever that they've found their groove, like they look like a well-oiled machine in normal conditions, but – their foundation is okay, man. If we need to r- run the ball, we know at the end of the day, we've got the team to do it. Yeah. Like, and, and, that, and that's always been the day, why they're good. Falls back. Yeah, I mean, right. That having a great offensive line has been like the unsung hero for. I mean, obviously, you can't discount Brady, of course, but I mean, having a strong offensive line that allows a rookie quarterback to be able to do what he's doing. Yeah. To have the security in the pocket, to be able to have a running game to lean on. 
I mean, he really hasn't had to play from a deficit yet. And that, no. that's the thing that I'm very interested to see what happens when like, they, I don't think he's thrown 50 passes in the game. You know, no, or, I mean, but he hasn't needed to. Passing. Yeah, right. he, they haven't asked because the bad defense is good and the built pass exactly. turn the ball over. It's a great team. Like they don't need stellar play out of Mac Jones yet. I'm sure that there will be a time when they get into a situation like that. And I'm very curious to see what will happen. But until then, they have as well-rounded of a team as, as you can possibly have in the league right now. And I, and I, I know it's not fair because, you know, I didn't even know it at the time. But think about the conversation we were having week four. Right. Where, I, where we were all like three, you know, it's literally you guys were on fire. I mean, the Panthers were like, yo, holy shit. Like Sam Darnold. Everybody might be thought Sam Darnold was legit. Yeah. Yeah. And Sam then it was Darnold, like, yeah. Holy was shit. Dude, the Broncos are going to fucking win the AFC West. And it's like, holy shit. The Patriots are going to like finish third. If they're lucky in the AFC East. It's just fucking insane. And that's yeah. why you play the game. That's why you yeah. play sports. Absolutely. There you go. Dude, I, I I was so upset Monday Sunday night after the Pats <laughs> just embarrassed themselves. I literally couldn't <laughs> stop thinking about it. I don't think I fell asleep till like three in the morning. Yeah, I was laying in bed angry thinking about Teddy Bridgewater over yeah. and over and over again. I, I know was what, so upset. I know what you're going through, man. I get it. I mean, so our, frustrating. Like we know, you know what what choice do the Broncos have, right? It's it's pick your poison between Drew Lock and and uh, Teddy two gloves. But do you think uh, Cam starts the rest of the year? Or what do they do once Darnold's back? Darnold's on IR, right? He is. I think it's short term IR, so I think he can still come back. It's either Cam or PJ Walker. I mean, they already put PJ Darnold in at, at one point. Okay. I mean, if Cam if, if Darnold like comes he, back and he's healthy though, like where like where do you think they? What do they do? I don't know, man. Just is Darnold at least like make some throws, like as bad as he sucks. He, I don't know. I, I would still, I think I'd still rather have Cam just because he gives you that rushing element. I mean, yeah. that was a bad game. Like, that was a very, very bad game he played. I don't think he can play much worse than that if there's any silver lining. Yeah. But I've seen what I need to see out of Sam Darnold. It makes me sick watching them <laughs> waste. The, the the offensive talent they have with that's Sam Darnold too, man. That's how I feel. Yeah, too. it's brutal. Yeah, right? you guys are both in similar situations where you've got some good, good yeah. like you know, some good to great pieces, you know, right there. Yeah. So whatever. It's just I like. Do you, do you grown... think it's personnel? Like, how much do you think it's coaching? Right. We talk about. I think like, a lot of it's coaching. coaching is a big part of it, of course. Yeah. Right. Like, Coaching's if you guys had Mac Jones, like, you wouldn't be nine and four, right? I agree. I feel, I feel that way. I think it's more coaching than it is quarterback. So you think Sean McDermott's full of shit and a little butt hurt when he says like, "Hey, let's not give all the credit to Bill Belichick here." Just a yeah, little butt hurt. That wasn't. Um, I mean, I'm sure that must have been a very frustrating game for him, just with <laughs> the weather. But I mean, and I think he's a very good coach because he's kind of brought that program. Yeah, I agree. Back, but like that was very. And I, I love Sean McDermott because he was a former Panthers defensive coordinator. Like when our defense was was nails he was our guy leading us but that was very embarrassing to see the way he was so butthurt about it uh, in front of reporters like that i like, mean when but does it's that true, like, ever work for coaches dude like it, when it in history never. right uh, it doesn't it doesn't and, and it's just and i understand from 
I, I kind of understand why, because he's just like this. Sure. This from a competitive standpoint, you can yes. understand like the competitive nature. And it was like, dude, fuck him. Yeah. Fuck you guys. <laughs> like I'm fucking pissed. Yeah. I wanted to win this game. You know, I'm not here like, to give current to anybody. I understand that part of it. Sure. Like, what do you say? Like he, it, like I'm paraphrasing, I think, but he was like, like, it wasn't that they just beat us. We beat ourselves kind of stuff. Kind of, and, yeah. Yeah. But like, dude, but literally like, like, like verbatim said, let's not give Bill Belichick all the, the praise that, you know, we or <laughs> like, like, let's kind of slow down on that. And yeah. Like, talk about like renting space in your head. Yeah, I mean, dude, if I were the owner of the team, I'd come down and like look him face to face right in the eye and say, Sean, I'm going to be honest with you, man. That should be the last thing you're ever thinking about after right, losing yeah. a game like that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and the bozo he, he chose to defer the kickoff, meaning that they got the ball against the wind in the second and fourth quarter. It's like yeah. right there, dude. Again, Bill that's, that, that's that coaching. That's yeah. coaching right there. That's knowing the environment. That's knowing the situation. You and you they know. get thrown the ball. They like they never really tried to establish the run game. No, well, but they've never, they haven't had a run game in like two years. So I think they just kind of said, fuck it. Like we, we're not going to be able there's to ever win a chance way. to try. It's when there's 50 mile an hour wins. Well, yeah, you're real, well, you're they definitely into the ran wind. the ball, but I think they got to a point where I, like in the third quarter, they're like, shit, we got to flip the field soon. We, we better just fucking sling it while we can. I felt like they could have gone hurry up more times than they did because they were yeah. running out of time to do that. But even when they got into the fourth quarter, they were still throwing and they threw their way down the field like two straight drives. And Josh Allen can nothing. throw the ball in 50-mile-an-hour wins. Exactly. So that. Thank God funny. they had him. He had – I mean, there were like – I think the last two drives, they they didn't march down like like methodically. They had a couple no, of No, but they – yeah, but, they – But once they got to the red there. zone, nothing. Two straight right. drives, right. zero points. They had the right. missed field goal by Tyler Bass, which was fucking demoralizing. I mean, imagine like, – <laughs> that was brutal. Like – you can't really blame a kicker, I guess, because no, not at all. Aim for the not middle. At all. That just sucked because, like, it was literally going straight and then just curved right the last second. That was all brutal. right. Right now, today, Super Bowl prediction, Adam. What do you think? Two teams that are playing score, winner, loser. Um. Right now. Yep. I would say right now, Patriots Packers. Ooh, spicy score. The Patriots Packers. Um, I'll say, I'll say Packers win twenty-seven to twenty-one. I don't know, like right Jared. twenty-seven twenty-four, twenty-seven twenty-four. I think we have Chiefs. From the AFC, and dude, NFC is just a crapshoot right now. There's not even really that good of teams. I'm not even. Well, I don't trust the Rams. Was AFC though. Don't uh, isn't an AFC? Yeah, but too? I well, I just see the Chiefs turning it on on offense eventually. Dude, yeah. their defense has been lights out for the last five weeks. Yeah, lights yeah, they out. they play yeah. very well. That I mean, that will be a wonderful matchup if it's Pat's Chiefs at some point. Um, which I wouldn't I wouldn't well. be surprised if it happens again. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we got to remember too. There's still four weeks left in the season. There could be a five lot weeks. Of popping. Five weeks. Is it five? 
Yeah, I think so, dude. This is week 14. So 14, 14 15, 15, 16, 17, 18. 18 oh, yeah, now. five weeks. New, new, wow. Let's go. That's over a month of football. That's Love fantastic. It. All right. But I, I don't know. Fox. If I got to I pick an NFC teams team. The Survivor Jesus. I know, dude. That's, That's probably my top. My top pro- <laughs> hey, we need to update the audience on that, dude. Yeah. My or maybe top we don't because I'm not giving right out now. a fucking dime to anyone. I'm putting this like, I'm burying this in the mattress. <laughs> Dude, speaking of giving a dime, Tom thinks if we win, we got to pay Gannon a share. No, 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 no. Wait, no. wait, wait. Why? No, 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 no. You make that up? No, we talked about it last weekend. No. He Why? brought it up because Gannon's done all the work and made all of our picks. All the no, work. I made all the fucking All picks. the work. No, s- submitted our picks. Yeah, fuck that. He's not getting dick. I'm not giving so him we're anything. Paying that, him- that was that was kind what, of what did you say, Jerry? You probably said, oh, yeah, yeah, I get it. All right, all right, no problem. So we're giving him money yeah. for clicking. No, what did you say? Hold on. Phone? What did you say, Jared? I said the same thing you guys did at first. And Tom was like, oh, dude, he's done all the work, blah, blah, blah. And then what did you like, say? Um, I was like, I don't know, dude. And then Tom brought up taxes. He's like, well, what if he gets taxed for all this shit? I was like, all right, obviously, then we'll like figure it out. But I would prefer not to pay him. No, no, you're gonna fucking demand not to pay him. No, he's not, not getting paid. I didn't what sign anything. What the fuck is this, dude? I didn't sign anything that says that. Like, no we're not. We're not. We're not like laundering money through him. Like, you think it was he, he's idea clicking fucking idea? buttons, dude? Well, we're gonna see Tom on Friday, Jared. So if it comes up, or we'll 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 set this straight, dude. Well, that's what, what insane. if we actually do win the one point two mil? So we each win three hundred twenty-five k. Okay. 350k whatever it is yeah and gannon wants like a grand for I'll what a, dude wait, for what hold on just for, for principle as even though a grand's not it's a drop in the bucket at that if point if he can give me a fucking good reason right i don't I'm understand why he would thousand dollars i don't care if i win two thousand dollars yeah. if he earned it i'm happy to give him a thousand dollars what did he do <laughs> This isn't my argument. I don't think he does deserve it. Well, let's have Tom on next episode and we'll. Uh, right. Yeah, we, we got to sort this out because that's not happening. But we, we also can't piss Gannon off until we get our winnings. Exactly. So, yeah. Hey, we started out with 13,000, over 13,000 people. Yeah. So just explain the journey. Okay. So at the beginning of the summer <laughs> or at the end of the summer, uh, Tom hit us up about a survivor league, which if anyone's not familiar with the rules, uh, basically, you just pick one NFL team every week to win straight up, no spread. If they win, you continue moving on, but you can't pick that team again. So the four of us, the three, you know, three of us and Tom jumped in, hundred dollar buy in, um, and we decided Jared to pull it together as a team. Yes, right? yes. So, so was Adam, that. Adam regrets that one at this yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, yeah, so we all pull together. So if one of us wins, then we all win. We split it, which is which you know obviously increases our chances. So I I, I don't regret that. Um, Ty and Jared were out week one <laughs> immediately. Um, Tom made it to well, week. What were our picks? I had the Ravens. Who'd you have? Bills. I had Bills over Steelers. Holy yeah. shit, dude! I mean, all of our games were close that week if i remember like i have the 49ers and almost lost to the lions could have been easily that so ty and jared were out week one and then it was tom and i tom was out by week four or five and we are sitting here at week 14 
And we are down to 158 people. And your boy is from, still alive. From how many? From 13,500 people. We are still alive. This is a we, not a you. Yes. Very well, important. Yeah, I mean, it's me, but it's we. No, it's, it's, we. it's we. It's we. It's we. No, it's, it's me. It's well, me. anyway, I'm I, I, such picked, a dick. Dude, I'm fucking paying you either way. I'm making is, the picks, this, though. I'm not going to pretend that I didn't make the picks. We're in you, man. We're supporting you. Are you making the picks, though, or am I making the picks? It's collaborative. We're making, where may you send us the picks to get our opinion? We support you, and then we submit them. All right. Well, it's not as even as you're Look saying. Look at this guy. But... This guy can't even fit on the wow. Zoom screen. Wow. Wow. Anyway, so we sit here wow. at week. We sit here at week 14, and we're still alive. So it's been a very exciting. We had some close calls. So there's how many? A hundred and what? 150 something 158 i think yeah 158 um here's here's a question at what point are you willing to say let's split the jackpot any point that i already said get offered the opportunity no no not we're we're splitting it i'm not a no adam Adam, that's not what i'm saying it's not what i'm saying split it with the other people left in the pool so like split the one point two. all right so four people are left adam i mean essentially to us, that means we're splitting the pot for uh, eight ways. Yeah. I that's mean, how you figure the money out. The way I see it is if I'm getting any more than my $100 initial bet, same. I'm happy. Like, I'm not going to pretend that. I mean, we definitely have a shot. That's for sure. Um, but if it ends up being like five people and we split it and then I split that, what I get five, you know, four ways, uh, 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 whatever. What? What, what we babe? get. I split what I win. What we win. We win because of my picks four ways. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Four ways. Then, yes, I'll be happy because that's still like, I don't know, like 10 or 12 grand each. That's Dude, what cool. are you going to do if you win 300 grand? I you mean, if we win 300 grand? Each. Well, I'm just saying, will, like, I yeah. think I'll be the happiest person in the universe. I really do. Yeah, I mean, it'd be amazing. I don't even... Yeah, but your life doesn't change. My life changes the next day. Mo no, would fire weeks, immediately. Two weeks, camper van. No, bullshit. Traveling the world. Bullshit, I am dude. living my best life. Bullshit. It's all going in no the market. No fucking way, dude. No fucking way would you do that. No, oh, uh, yes, I would. No, if you I wouldn't. Buy a house, if, would you if, buy if a I house? W- no. If I won 300 grand, I would, within the next few months, quit my job and take at least a year off. Yes, I would. Wow. Guaranteed. Guarantee. Like swearing your mother. Like, oh, yeah. You win this shit. You're quitting your job. I'm not saying I'm never going back to work, but I would. Okay. I would definitely. All right. You're taking a year off. I would would say, hey, I'm leaving. Let's connect in a year and see if there's a job opening for me. Yeah. All right. We got it on on record. I thought. We got it on record. You wouldn't consider that if you won $350,000. No, I, 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 what, what is that going to do for me? I got to work the rest of my life. What am I going to do with three hundred grand? I got I got loans to pay back and shit. I, I got stuff. I got plans for that money. But well, your loan should be you, paid off immediately. Well, yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. They're going to get paid off, dude. You, you'd be getting the same thing I'd be getting. You take a year off of work to live your wildest dreams. You aren't going to spend three. Hey, look, I'm not saying it's year. not a great idea. No, it's just cool. Just, I, I just, I just I don't can't believe do that you that with, do it. Yeah, I don't. 
I'd be retired. I'm not buying that you'd actually quit your job. You you guys literally wouldn't consider taking time off work if you won three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Well, I mean, I wouldn't even consider it. Unlike you guys, no. I have a summer vacation, so no, I would just do something. Yeah, this, in the summer. this dickhead gets fucking, you know. <laughs> so uh, it's a little different. Eight months off a year. Also, I can't leave yeah, my true. job and, and come back and just get my seniority back. I'd be fucked. I'd be right back at the bottom of the barrel. I would not get a job in this educational climate. So I am keeping my job. But I, I mean, hey, all the power to you. I mean, I, I hope. I don't that- think that's enough money, Jared, for me to like. I, I- it is to take, a, to take a year off of work, dude. I, I know, I know, I know. It's not you're going to lose your career. You'd go right back to where you were. But th- that's not a guarantee. I guess like that's how my mind works. I get psyched out to say there's no guarantee that I'm going to come back and be able to just kind of pick up where I left off. But but I would say there's an 85 percent sure whether you get a similar job at Schneider or another company making comparable money, if not more, you'd be in a pretty good spot. It's not sure like you're, you're right. You're right. lose all your skills and qualifications. No, right? you're right. I, I don't know that my mind would allow me to do that. But oh, dude, yeah, no, you're right. I mean, you could. Like you could. Month. Yeah, you, you could. Guys, as awesome as this talk is, I'm getting a little nervous that we're jinxing ourselves. I I, 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 I know for a fact we won't win. So yeah, it's same just, here. You keep you know. saying it, but I know, I know. We're still alive. Hey, you, keep pro- like, you keep proving us wrong. I think you said this like at like week 10. It's like, pff, there's no way. Look at us now. We're down to less than less than 200 people. And I still have like, teams to pick. I want to do this every year for the rest of my life because it, it, it like more so than fantasy makes every week just a lot more fun. Yeah. I think this like, is especially more if fun. you do it where you're like, you're like, hey, I'm not only in it for myself or like if I'm out week one, like I'm fucked. Like, but like, hey, let's pool our money together. Five we should times definitely the chances, keep pooling right? our money. Four times the chances. Yeah. Like, that's just such a fun thing that. to do. No, totally. Yeah. I mean, this is more fun than fantasy for me right now. Not oh, just because yeah. I just my team blows, but I also don't have to way worry about fun. possibly getting my chest waxed or doing stand-up comedy. So that kind of makes it a little more enjoyable. There's times with fantasy I'm not enjoying watching football because Wait, I'm so, so focused <laughs> on my fantasy so, team. So, Adam, if, if you lose fantasy football and you're in last place, that means between the three of us on this call, we will have the last four years of fantasy losers. Yeah. Between, just between me and Adam, we'll have the last four yeah, years. Say, of take I, know out of it. I know that. I know that. I know that. I know that. Because I yeah, think I've pretty... won two championships in that time. Did you? I don't know. I won, won a year one. Or two ago. I think you won I won a year one or two ago. You're on. Yeah. But you definitely won one recently. It, yeah. What's it was our jackpot this year? 700? That'd be nice, too. That'd be, we need to bump it up a little bit. Are we still doing only 100? Or I think we did doing... $75 this year. Oh. We, need to bump, we should bump it up to 100, dude. We're all 30 years old. Come on. I voted for 100. We all voted on it. I think most more people voted 75. Well, Steve, I think, was lobbying. For twenty five, if you wanted to cut cut the budget, but Mike's got a lot of diapers to buy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Adam Danger Zone lost five straight. It's awful. Awful. You've lost it's five in a row. I've lost, dude. I was I was six five. I was no. It's you're right, Ty. I was five because every morning I. <laughs> I, I look at my. <laughs> I just I just look. How could this have happened? I was five and two. 
Wow. I was five and two. And so you're the anti-Patriots this year. I am the anti-Patriots. I, I'm the Panthers right now. I am my own <laughs> team. I started out great. I am. And I've, I have not won a game in five weeks. Incredible. I think I may have lost three out of four. So almost as bad. Well, yeah, because you're you're six tying you entire six and seven. I'm five and eight. So sorry, I was five and three. I was five and three, and I've lost five straight since then. So it's been it's been just been just bad. It's been bad. Bad, 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 bad. I have bad, not bad, been bad. enjoying NFL Sunday as much as I normally have, watching my team just creep down the Between rankings. The Panthers and fantasy pick'em is the only thing keeping you going. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the highlight hey, of my hey, week. If there's one thing yeah. to succeed at, right? I mean I'd rather have that than anything else. Well, we're not, we aren't there yet, but we're, we're certainly on our way. We just Hoorah. need one bad week because we got the Packers we're, this week, minus 12 and a half. If we, I'm excited. If, if, if we win, we're going to do a podcast. We're popping thousand dollar bottles of champagne. Absolutely. To our laptops as we scream that we're ready. <laughs> Oh, we win, dude. We're, we're, we're making Ty fly private to Rhode Island just to pop bottles of champagne together. <laughs> How much do you think it? Oh, no. I was going to say, we can't buy a private jet for a million bucks. <laughs> no. no, I don't think that would work. Just f- 40 maybe, more times, uh, 40 more years that we win the uh, yeah. Survivor League Challenge. But may- maybe if we could afford a private flight on like a charter flight. We could do that, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that. I think we could probably do that for like 100 grand. Yeah, well, the the port, is that, is that worth a tenth of our winnings? No, it's not. <laughs> I'm certainly not doing that. Hey, man, I'm just going to take a quick three-hour flight. It's $150,000, but... Just, just to take a nap in the yeah. air. <laughs> it's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about taxes, how that shit would work. Because yeah. I don't know how we could just deposit $100,000 not... into our bank account. Dude, money in the mattress. Fuck yeah, right. We'll just increment it. Like, just put it in increments. Fuck the government, dude. How would we? How would we even get the cash? I have no idea how that works. Yeah, I don't know how this stuff works, but maybe Tom something said Bitcoin. They, <laughs> Tom I'm said they've been Bitcoin. doing this for. I'll take it all in Bitcoin. There you go. I, definitely. I'll put some in Bitcoin if if um if we win and I I get my cut. I'll a couple hundred bucks. It. <laughs> uh, easy there, Ty. Come on. I don't have it taken out by summer. <laughs> oh, hey, oh. We're, we, we might win 300K each, not like a million each. Come on. I, I got to use I, that. I, I got to probably, I don't know. I, I say I don't know what I do with the money, but I. That's I think, a lot of slop you can buy. Yeah. Tons of it, dude. I, I would eat for I would eat for years on that. <laughs> dude, your family's family. Family could eat. Hamburger soup. Sl- your slop off of yep. three hundred. Fantastic. Oh man! Hey, one week at a time. One week at a time. Imagine right, if well, we did say, "All right, we all put it in Bitcoin," and then Bitcoin is fucking like half, <laughs> like it has all the other times. <laughs> Suddenly, our three fifty four twenty five. That would suck. Yeah, still better suck. than nothing. Now, still better than the hundo we lost. I don't, I don't know if one hundred twenty five grand is making me quit my job. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. We were thinking of 300. And where do you draw yeah. that line? At maybe quarter mil plus, quarter mil 300 around there. <laughs> You're like Fauci, just pulling numbers out your ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 10,000, 10,000 cases or less. Now, nah, then we'll, then we'll be good. 10,000 mm-hmm. cases or less. 
All right, boys. I got some succession to watch. Really? You look like you're not going to make through it. Make it through an episode. I'll come for you. Look. Did legs today? I got to rest these puppies. Succession. Sure. Where Where are you at? Um, I'm almost caught up. I think I'm one more episode behind. Oh wow. I, I, yeah. I, don't, I, I have been in love with this season. I think it's been my least favorite of the three so far. It's like the same thing every episode, I feel like. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. It really doesn't change. It's like none of the kids do anything. They just bicker over who's going to be the successor. Logan tells everyone to fuck off. Kendall says weird shit. Kendall's out of his fucking mind. And then they just do it all over again in a different location. And they try and strike a deal with somebody. Yes, they're always trying to strike a deal. Deals on, deals on, deals on, deals on. Right. Fuck. These Next people, nobody, knows what, nobody knows what any of these deals are, and so far nope. none of them have had any impact on anything. Yeah, actually, no I thought, ramifications. Like, when stuffs happen in the in the episode, like I, I, part of me is like, am I just too dumb to understand what they're talking about? And then the more people I talk to, like, no, like we don't really know either. We just no, know they're trying I, to make. I a said deal the same thing to my something. parents. My parents were like, yeah, we have no idea what's no, going on. No, no idea. So it makes me feel better. Yeah, I only watched like a season and a half. Um, liked it. Season two was show. really good. Didn't, it's a good show. But yeah, I mean, it's not a bad show. Just, yeah. Um, but yeah, just, I, just, I don't have any good shows right now. So if you guys have any suggestions, you have Apple TV. No, but I can get it. I'm sure, it's not expensive. The there's morning a, there's show. There's some good stuff. There's some good stuff. More, did you watch Morning Show, Ty? Yeah, we're uh, almost done with season two. Nice. It's pretty good. Yeah, season yeah. two, not 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 quite as good. Season but. one was was pretty solid, definitely. It's um, a joy. It's just different, you know. It's just yeah, just different. I liked it. Uh, yeah. Defending Jacob, you got to watch that, Ty. That is on Apple TV. Apple too. TV. Uh, what's his name? Captain America. Chris Evans. Chris Evans. That that's a good one. It's like Steve a murder Rogers. mystery. Is it a Rogers. series? It's a, it's a series. Yeah, it's like six six or eight episodes long. That's a good right. one. You'll like that. All right. Put that up. Hawkeye. There. Hawkeye's on. Oh boy. I haven't actually I haven't delved into Disney Plus in a little while. I might have to get back into my Marvel mood. Ooh, I just lit Adam's wick. Well, Ooh. dude, Spider-Man's coming out. Spider-Man next, next it's, Friday. It's, it's, Spidey. Yeah. Into the multiverse. Can't wait. You're gonna see That's it, so fuck. Uh I bet it, I bet it's gonna be a good movie. Like I think it's going to be good. So Absolutely. I, I want to do two things here. I'm going to say, I think it was cool, or it, I didn't think it was cool. It intrigued me. It made me want to watch the movie, knowing that the octopus guy and the green goblin were back. And at yep. the same time, I was like, how fucking lame is it that these assholes just literally recreate the same movies over and over and over again? Yeah. I don't know if they're recreating nah, the same you're movie. disconnected from no. what's going on in the marvel universe exactly it's the same characters though mm, yeah um, but but there's a reason why they're there it's not just to like with the same actors what there's a reason they're using like the same actors like they didn't recast them as new characters do you know but the whole still, story like, you, ty no i don't Oh, well, there you go. Know. You're missing a lot of time. How much time does it take to explain a multiverse? Do you have enough time? <laughs> I don't know if we have enough time tonight. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't know. I just. The, well, the rumor I... is that it's going to be so wild. You're not only going to have all those bad guys in it, you're going to have Tobey Maguire, Spider Man, and Andrew Garfield, Spider Man, make an appearance in this Spider Man with Tom That's Holland. Just so. Fucking stupid. 
No, it's not. That it's is... not if you understand the so, plot. Uh, what's the multiverse? Cool. What is it? What is it? Explain it to me. What? What is it? The multiverse is a combination of different timelines that just get all fucked up. So all the timelines start blending. So there's like multiple Spider-Mans. There's multiple this person. It's just a converging. And that's like the whole theme of the new um, phase why, why of Marvel is that right cool now. Because it's it's just bringing together crazy fucking timelines and no one knows what the right. fuck's How unoriginal happen. is that? Oh, wow. Timelines collide. Yeah, and all of a sudden it's, are... It's not worth explaining it to uh, Humbug. Yeah, it's not worth explaining it. I'm wasting it on you. Uh, uh, no, you're not. Yes, I am. What else is cool about it? But you've never really liked Marvel. You said it yourself. I have. I think the Avengers movies are great. Mo- I enjoyed them. I'd like to watch. I like um, Thor so I liked the first two Thors. I liked one of the Iron Man. You like the third Thor? The third Thor was the best Thor. The Dark World. Oh no, no, no. Oh. Ra- Ragnarok, or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, oh, that Ragnarok was, was great. Da- Dark- Ragnarok no. was great. Dark World was terrible. Dark World was the worst one. Yeah, well, I, maybe Marvel I'm mixing them up then. But yeah, I mean, no, I do like Marvel movies. Then you'll it's like this just, one. I, and I might like this one. It's just the incessant urge to fool you, you know, idiots into, oh, more Marvel just because we're going <laughs> to merge timelines. And now yeah, we're going to create these... much what it is. Yeah, we we're going to right into their trap. I'm like, cool uh, how can we reboot and introduce more of these characters so these idiots believe the storyline? <laughs> the multiverse, Adam. <gasps> <laughs> 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 It's, it's uh, meant to trick like hey, six-year-olds. Well, hey, <laughs> what do you guys think about a group trip back to the movie theaters to see Don't Look Up? Support our boy. Oh, uh, wait. Who's Sor- wait, Sorota's in the movie? He wrote he it. Co-wrote it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. The movie looks good. Yeah. I'd go see a movie when you're, when when you're back. That'd be fun. When is it it's out, out. It's out now in theaters. Oh. oh shit! Really? Yeah, it comes out on Netflix. I think like at the end of the year. Um, but well, you're back. Yeah. You're back that full week before uh, of Christmas, right? Yeah, I'll be back on the Sunday, the nineteenth. Then I'll, I won't leave until the first. Okay. I'm all, I'm off for both of those weeks. Okay. So yeah, yeah I mean, let's go I, see that because I want to see it. I'd like to I, see it. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm gonna fucking go to a movie and pay for a movie, it, it'll be to support a guy like Sorota. So. And are what, we gonna do we... Um, New Year's Eve again? I I don't know what we're gonna do because we gotta fucking leave the next day. Like which blows. Uh, well, you left blows, the next so. day last year. I know. I know. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what we what we want to do. Can't but... not celebrate and welcome a new year, dude. I, I know, but it's like you know. I just don't we're, know like what we're going to be willing to do, you know, because uh, we'll, we'll see. I don't know. All right. Where, where we'll are you guys staying? It. Did you get an Airbnb again? Yeah, we're in uh, Matunic. Ooh. Oh, shit. Yeah. There were places in Newport you could have gotten. Come on. No, there wasn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why'd you pick Matunic of all places? Uh, we didn't pick Matunic. It was just my uncle... Uh, had a place down there or his uh, new wife had a place down there and 
they were like cool with us renting it out for that week. So we we're like, oh, right. I've heard about that gotcha. place. Dude. That place is sick. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. How do you know about that place? Because I my I found out that your uncle remarried and they live in Matunic or a house in Matunic. It's like a family house or something like the his new wife is very does very well apparently. That's all I know. And they have a nice house in Matunic. Who'd you hear that from? My mom. Have you seen the house? No, but she told me it was really nice. They, she told me it was really nice in Matunic. <laughs> There's a lot of nice houses in Matunic. I'm sure it's not. A oh, shack. that place is dope. <laughs> it has to be dope. Have you ever seen it? No, but no. I fucking heard it's sick. <laughs> I heard it's sick. I heard it's a really nice house. Yeah, so that's the only reason we did it was like path of least resistance. Yeah, it's your obviously uncle. Obviously, Matunic's um, out of the way, but your uncle Dave's so. Dave. wife. Oh, nice. Yeah. He wouldn't yep. care if we all come over and party. He loves us. No, I mean, you know, that's what I mean. Like, if we want to, you know, do it and we want to get together over there, like, you know, it'd probably be easier, but we'll see. You we'll know, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. As long as we see the Kurt Warner movie that comes out on Christmas, we'll be good. You do listen to PMT? Yeah. I listen to it. He whined the first uh, 15 minutes. That didn't. Yeah. That oh was not a God. good look for that him. Was that was but the, uh, the, the rest of the interview, I actually thought it was really good. I enjoyed the second half of it. Yeah. yeah that that first segment, though, yeah. was ugh, that was cringeworthy. When they put Vaseline on their glutes. <laughs> <laughs> what happens if I drop the ball? That's not fair. <laughs> well, that's what you get from playing in a fucking dome your whole life, whether it be right. in St. Louis or, yeah, when it was St. Louis or fucking Arizona. That, that's like today's mindset like instead of just everyone having to adapt it's like no fuck you everyone else adapt to me right yeah, <laughs> and you, much. I, remember I play in a dome so that means fuck you guys you play in a dome and also remember he got picked up from the arena football league which is also in a dome so he's just fuck never Kurt been out of a dome unless he's been in an away game dude didn't work for anything in his career <laughs> that's such a weird looking movie Oh, it, it might oh, it be the worst horse trailer I've ever yeah. seen. It looks it looks horrible. so bad. I mean, they couldn't even get a D-list actor, dude. Yeah. I think we would have more clout. People would know <laughs> us more than they know the fucking people acting in this movie. Yeah. The guy looks like a Jason Sudeikis like, look-alike. I think the only guy that I recognize on there is Dennis Quaid. He's one of the coaches. Oh, is he? <laughs> That's it. They blew their budget on tennis. <laughs> <laughs> and then they have a guy that looks like Mike Martz. It's like a crazy guy with white hair. Um, and yeah. I don't recognize anybody else. No, no chance that gets higher than a 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. Actually, wasn't the guy that isn't the guy that plays Kurt Warner? Isn't he the guy that was from this the DC movie Shazam? I think that's the same guy. <laughs> Maybe it is. I yeah, never saw I Shazam. Who's totally irrelevant. I I don't know what the hell he does other than that, but I'm pretty sure that's the guy. Hey, so we're not. Like well, our voices aren't going to be heard on the airwaves until 2023, 22 or 23. Hey, I keep saying 23, years. dude. Yeah. I keep skipping over a year. 2022. By the time we're recording again, we may have won our jackpot. Possibly again, it, it could end. It could end Sunday for all we know. Not. Yeah, I guess technically it could. That'd be it wild. could. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, mean, it will definitely, won't. it will definitely be over by January, right? When's the last week of the season? It's like January. Week eighteen is like the second week of January, I think. Okay, so not not quite Jan- New Year's, so right no. after that. 
But if we are still over 100 teams after this week, we have to pick two teams. And that's, that's when brutal. I think it's just going to Yeah. That's, um, that's high Don't stakes. worry. I've already started scouting. We're going to be fine. <laughs> oh, We're be boy. Fine. Here we go. High stakes. High stakes, indeed. So we'll see. The uh, what? Where is the uh? Where does Smog? Where is he uh, hidden in with all the gold? The Lonely Mountain. <laughs> that's where you are right now, plotting your pits. I'm just, yeah, <laughs> dude. That's if I if I win, I'm gonna get. I'm just gonna do that. I'm just gonna lay in my term, convert my money into penny and pennies and just live in it. It's going to be slither a around. virtual virtual mountain of Bitcoin. Adam and all of his Bitcoin. <laughs> my hundred dollars of Bitcoin. Sign us off. I love you guys. That's sad. Last one of the year. And maybe I'll bring my uh, uh, microphone home so we can do it if we want to. But Yeah, Ty, I'm going to uh, Quebec City for a few days during the break. No shit. Yeah. When? When are you guys going? Uh, we're going the 27th to the 30th. Fucking God help you, man. I know, it's I, I know. So we've had cold up there. Before. Yeah, I mean, last year it wasn't that bad. It was like in the 30s, which was kind of warm for up there. But oh, it's cool. It's, it's a great like time of year, snow. though. It's yeah, very, very it's cool. awesome. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a Christmas town. Exactly. So we're excited. Yeah, you know, we're going to do that for a few days. So yeah, like the whole week prior. Jared, to that, you got to go up there at some point. You'd love it up there. It's cool. Need a, need a lady. I'm not going up there solo. Why? That could be the move. What am I going to do up there solo? Meet some French ladies. Explore, dude. Go to there. Go down to Montreal. I could could meet some French ladies. That's a great idea, actually. It's like the it's like a slice of Europe when you're there. It's cool. Like you don't feel like you're just like you do not feel like you're in North America at all. No, it's pretty cool. Like Montreal, you it's English. Yeah. Like some French, mostly English. Party town. Quebec City is like, yeah, you're in France. Like, yeah. We can speak English if you need us to, but you're in France. It's you guys are in your French? No, I don't know shit. We. Oui. Adam's good. He's got it down. And when they see our last name, like if you make a reservation, they like just automatically assume that you're a local. Right. Cloutier. Yeah. How would they say Morelli? Morelli. 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 <laughs> they, they look at my nose. Like, that guy's not French. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, I'm taking off in uh, less than two weeks. So we'll have one next week. I'll text you guys and we'll try to figure out like a plan for like what night I'll spend down there and we'll go out and have a good time and then try to do like I'm down to come down, do dinner. You know what I mean? During the week, like not go crazy, just chill. Like go out. We got to go crazy one night, though. That's what I mean. Yeah, we'll we'll pick pick a night night. to go crazy and we'll pick a night. to Maybe two nights. I'm really only there for like one weekend, which kind of blows to be honest. Like I end up getting there. Yeah, the holidays fall weird this year. Yeah. So what do you mean you're only there for one weekend? Because like I get there on a Sunday. I'm there, you know, throughout that week and that weekend. And then I leave the next Saturday, basically. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So that middle weekend Vacation starts the 23rd, so that would be Wednesday of that week. So it goes till um, New Year's. Um, 
Yes. Actually, no, I lied. So my first day off is the Thursday, which is the 23rd. So my last day is the 22nd, which is a Wednesday. And then when so do you go back? I go back the, the Monday after New Year's, which is like the third or the fourth. So, so, so then we, we, so we can do a Thursday year. night. We can do a Wednesday yeah. night. You can do a Thursday night. doesn't matter. Either one or we both. We can do it every night. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. like once I, once next week when I, you know, start to figure shit out, we can nail down a date and I'll just mark that down as, you know, what I'm doing. Can't wait. It's going to be great. Yeah, I'm pumped. Cannot wait. Pumped. All right, gentlemen. I'm glad we All got right, to hop guys, on. Later. I'll Absolutely. See, you soon. see ya. All right. Peace. Later, bro.